Well, fuck you, Craig, and welcome, welcome, welcome back to the 114th 15th rendition of Cooped Up Conversations with Aaron, Joey, Prokop, and me, Cooper. We are again in our undisclosed separate locations. I'm enjoying my car maybe for the last time, as I just was told by the mechanic that it is probably not worth fixing. Ooh. So... If you have a car and are willing to trade for a Toyota RAV4 that may or may not have been in an accident, does not have front suspension, and needs new brakes. However, I did just put brand new $500 tires on it, which was a fantastic investment, clearly. But anyways, I am open for trades, or, you could ma- or maybe you could just give me a car. But anyways... Uh, our DMs are open. Please consider this as an act of charity as I will kill myself if I don't have a car. <laughs> oh my god. And I am dude. on the record now. And if you guys let this go unattended, it will be on all 10 to 15 of your consciences. Because I know you guys listen to the first 30 seconds before you turn it off and promptly go listen to Joe Rogan. <laughs> Or call her daddy or whatever the fuck you listen to. Anyways, that is a joke. I'm not going to kill myself, but I definitely want to. Uh, (laughs) I've had 18 cups of coffee today. And the caffeine is starting to wear off, as is my Adderall. And I have never hated myself more than I do right now. As I'm recording this podcast. How are you guys doing? Uh, I woke up from a nap, so... Doing, doing fine. That's nice. That's pretty cool. I How's just... your porn star martini iron? Tastes good, I'll tell you that. Is it pink? No, it's more oranges. What's what's the... So it's obviously vodka, but what else is in it's it? Vanilla I vodka. Like the, <laughs> if you wanted to make it perfectly, it's vanilla vodka. Then a little bit of... What's the um, simple syrup? Um, you need passion fruit liqueur, um, some lime or lemon juice, and then and then egg whites, and then that's it. So it's pretty fruity. Tastes good. Everyone you said egg, egg whites. Egg whites. Well, that's how you're supposed to make a, a traditional whiskey sour, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Joe, am I right? Yeah, that's correct. What do you say about egg whites, though, Pro Cup? Everyone wants the egg whites in there. Oh yeah, cocktail. it's good. It gives it a little. I don't know. It gives it a little more like thickness. Yeah, whiskey sours. I don't think you need the egg whites. No, you don't need the egg white in this either. Like, but it adds like it's sad like frothiness. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I like the frothiness. Yeah, it's frothy. But they definitely get you good because in Ireland they make them correctly, but I make them incorrectly here. So I was kind of twerking last night after two. I'm gonna keep my hand up and well, yeah. You were definitely, you were definitely a bit drunk because first off, you never answer your texts if you're sober. That's the first sign I knew you weren't, you were, you weren't uh, sober. <laughs> and then, by the way, this is this was Friday, right, guys? Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure it was a Tuesday, right? <laughs> Wait, was it? It's a Friday. No, it was a it was a Friday. It was a Friday. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. why would I drink? I forgot. Today's Wednesday. Yesterday was Friday, Mm -hmm. and Monday was Sunday. Thanks. 
but yeah. yeah, no worries. But dude, uh, it's really dangerous now having access to alcohol. I took a real quick swig of tequila this afternoon at about two thirty. So that's probably not a habit I should get into. But it was really good. See, it's dangerous because I basically had the itch. As soon as I found out about what this summer might consist of, Coop, I got the itch. So I texted Joe and his door was closed. So I assume he's doing so. I just texted him. I'm like, I kind of want to hit the liquor store and get some cocktails. I think not even a minute later, door opens and I just hear, I'm in. Yeah. (laughs) Joe didn't need much convincing on that. But yeah, I didn't drink three days before Tuesday. We were shaking. We had the shakes. <laughs> I drank anticipation shakes. Three nights in a row, we had no pot and no, no, no alcohol. I drank a ton this weekend for no reason. To be real, I don't remember. Oh, we well, Joe, we went out with the LOL people. We met up with Pavo. Also, new platinum listeners, Danny and Jack. We met up with them, which was great. And then uh, a ton of AOs who I'm sure do not listen to the podcast, but are welcome to come on if they do listen. Here's your little test. You guys said, oh, I want to come on so bad. I want to be on the podcast. We're about five minutes in. And if you're not listening to this episode, I might even Snapchat you guys. Send you the link to this episode. And if you do not hear this message and text me, then I'm sorry you're not coming on the podcast and I'm going to forget about it. You guys have a chance to come on. I would love to have you on. But you have, to, you have to earn it a little bit. Anyways. Oh, we also saw Kelsey. I'm sure she listens, even though she acts like she doesn't. And then is still... She is still offended that Pavo took 32% of the episode from her. Um, Classic I, men. T- typical men. <laughs> but it's also... It's also... Um, I don't know, Kelsey. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Like, you, you keep bringing it up. I've seen you, like, three times since the episode's come out now. And you keep bringing it up. And I don't know how to resolve that. And now that I'm sober enough to handle my emotions, I'm going to put that out uh, to the general public, to the 15 people who are all close friends and acquaintances who who know who we're talking about. Um, But I don't know why you keep trying to stir the pot. It's not my fault you didn't get your full 100% pay. We are feminists, but we can't change the world on our own. It's the world we live in there, uh, pal. So, I don't know what you want me to tell you. But anyways, yeah, I had about... Dude, how many, do we, how many Guinnesses do we have, Joe? I By had the way, six. <laughs> I meant to... I think... I don't know if I had six, but... Um, yeah. Well, I had... One of them was Budweiser. Which I pounded because I thought we were leaving this instant. And then I was standing there like a jabroni with no drink for like another. That was an interesting. It's really interesting seeing people you haven't seen in a while. And that's not even saying anything personal to these people. But I'm going to use you as an example to prove my point. Going from seeing people like once a week. For like literally years, to not seeing them for three years and then seeing them again is so odd because it's like I don't know what character I should act as. Should I act as the character you know and play it safe 
and make it out as if there has been no emotional or uh, maturity change in the last three years for me? Or do I go the other way and try to pretend that I'm not that person at all anymore, even though that person is still very much alive? Because I'm self-conscious sometimes about my life actions and decisions. So it's very weird to see people you haven't seen in a while because um, I don't know what to do. And it normally takes about four or five drinks for me to figure out what the sweet spot is. And it's normally acting like a degenerate and continue to drink. Granted, I now do stand-up comedy and do a podcast so i am a jester to to make you all feel better about your lives and your life decisions so i don't know but anyways it was nice to see people you haven't seen in a while besides that really <laughs> uncomfortable thing that i just explained but that is what goes through my head every single time i meet people i haven't seen in a long time that isn't a bit might have seemed like a bit but it wasn't that's like those are like the basic level amount of my thoughts that are going in my head every time I interact with you, the listener. Because there's almost nobody besides the guy in Czechoslovakia or whatever who listens. Everybody else knows us. That's what goes through my head every single time I interact with people. What do I do with my hands? Every time I shake someone's hand now, this, this woman I shook her hand today at work, she didn't rub her hand, but she gave me a fist pound the next time like when we like I introduced myself with a handshake and then I she adjourned the meeting with a fist pound my thinking for the rest Ooh. of the day is my hands were clammy setting you up they probably were which sucks because my hands are either incredibly cold or like obscenely warm for some reason they're never like normal temperature which sucks Cause then it's like, I'm either fucking, it's like the gut reaction of like, oh, I just like stepped outside in the summer in the bayou when I shake your hand or I touch you and it feels like you just did the polar plunge. <laughs> it's very rare that like I touch you and it's like a normal, uh, normal feeling. So that, I don't know. I was very uncomfortable by that. Um, so I thought about that when I shook her hand, I'm like, that kind of looked like I had a clammy hand based on her face and I panicked a little bit. However, I did shit in the office. I've shit three times so far. Wow. Big boy coop. However, one of them, I waited till after hours. So like before I drove home, cause the, I'm, I'm not going to get into the shit again. The li- the Can we not shit talk about was- shit for an hour again? I think we need to wait. We a, talked a, about a, shit The shit talk was hour. literally... I cli- we I cli- a minimum no, three it podcasts was, in between it. It wasn't... But anyways, I just wanted to say it because it was an accomplishment this week that I wanted to point out that I did. Aaron telling me I should have no less shame was honestly crazy. If I made as many changes in my life like that, like that easily... Like, every night, I'm like, you need to stop eating, you fat fuck. Right? Every night, I think that. You're not fat, though. Uh, Aaron, here's the fucking deal. Aaron, you first need off, to be mean to him. That's what he's saying. Broke up. No, broke up. It. First off, shut up, dude. Clipping the fucking thing of you going, are you going to hog that joint? <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe 
more mad watching it than when it actually. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was fucking douchey. Yeah, that's my fucking voice. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, that, was, you, that had me dead. That was like there was this one time, and this was when like weed was like incredibly, like, not really easy to get still. And yeah. then you, if you go to the dispensary, it was like a big deal. You had to have someone who had a medical card, and it was expensive as fuck still. So, like, I had these, uh, me and this buddy, we all of our friends were there. We roll up these two massive backwoods. Like, almost, we bought like a quarter from the dispensary, and probably over an eighth of it was used, like... It was probably closer to four grams in each blunt. Fucking doinks, dude. That was a $70 L when I was a sophomore in college. That is the equivalent. You felt $70 in college as a sophomore. You felt it disappear. No, oh, I was yeah, about no, to yeah. say that was probably that, that was probably three quarters of the money that I had access to. To like live, <laughs> it was not a small amount of money, and we were smoking up a group of people. So I knew I was not going to get this blunt that many times, realistically, for the amount of money I was paying for it. Ooh! So I sat on it for literally three pulls, and this kid goes, "Puff, puff, pass." And I literally, I'm not kidding, it took almost every instinct in my being to not either throw the blunt off the side of the parking garage or honestly start swinging. That would be like the equivalent of me right now going up to a homeless guy and giving him $400. It was that big of, that big of an L. And you might say, $400 isn't that much. I don't have that much money. So that is about the same proportional amount to the amount of money I had in college. It was a big that that I and I'm not kidding. I think I might have gotten a little more mad listening to the podcast to you saying, "Are you gonna hog it?" than I even did in that moment. Because <laughs> I forgot you said that. To be real, like I was so grilled. I'm actually not that offended, but I just think it was funny because it when was. I listened to it. When I listened to it today, I was like, what a fucking dick. No, I didn't even I realize I halfway, said it. Yeah. I was halfway through a sentence, too. Like, we were just starting up, a like, a premise. And I'm mid-sentence, you know, you're going to hog that. I mean, <laughs> you're right, it was bad timing. Like, that's either you have, like, you just, like, that seems like you... I must have been grilled. <laughs> you, you couldn't have been, because I didn't pass you the joint yet. Well, yeah, I still have weed in my system, like twenty four seven coop. But. Oh well, that's fantastic. Yeah, I um, <laughs> one thing uh that I will say about I do slightly realize that like a job is real when you have to commute to it. When you get to sit at home. And have the ability to realistically take a nap without the risk of you being let go from your employer. You really don't work hard. Oh, yeah. I hate to say it. 
I now that I left my former job, I don't feel bad saying it. I did not work very hard at all. I was essentially given money to not watch TikTok and waste eight hours. It was the equivalent of me, instead of scrolling through TikTok, just putting numbers into a fucking, like, a, a, like a CRM program. And that's it. And my life really wasn't... I literally sat in sweatpants and sweatshirt every day. That does something to you psychologically as a worker, right off the bat. You are not supposed to be comfortable at work. It's the whole no. point. Alright? That's number one. Number two... If you can be grilled all day and you wouldn't be able to, like you in a like to be real, I didn't get high all day. I probably should have because no one else clearly worked. Like I'm going to shit on this kid now because I don't work there anymore. And if any of them find the podcast, to be real, if you're listening, you can't tell me I'm wrong, dude. This one kid literally did no work at all throughout the day. The equivalent of 15 minutes of work every day. And he said he put a solid eight hours in. (laughs) If you're telling me that kid would not be more efficient in an office, you're fucking lying. To be real, I want people who work remote listening to this. Like, Aaron, if you looked at yourself in the mirror right now, do you admit to even giving 25% of the effort you would if you were in the office? Uh, uh, can I just say no comment for now? No comment, that's fine. I don't need to say anything else. <laughs> that proves my point. Pleading the fifth there does not help my point. Can I, can I argue something? And I'm not gonna, I'm gonna say this. I think hybrid is the best method. I... Would 100% because, agree. Because 100%. What it's, I'm going to base off of what my fellow co-host Joey says. Since you're not in the office all the time, you use the office and you kind of you probably get more done in the office. I think you've said, right? It, it organizes your week. Yeah. But if you were in the office every single day, you're gonna I have on. a sneaky feeling that your days would start to look the same as my days, like the days do when you're working from home. You know what I mean? It like, matters, it like matters the difference, the difference, style. the only real difference I'd say is that like in the office, you can't literally take a nap, but I bet there's a lot of time where you are literally just like sitting there staring at like an Excel sheet with like TikTok open, but just with like your third eye on in case like your manager comes around to say hi. And then you have to really? tab open a new screen. If you're working every day, that's what I think. So I realistically, I think it's the balance. I'd say at our, I'd say at our age, when like you still have energy, and like aren't like there's some people who work in the office. If they're like sixty plus years, like like forty five up, there's a high risk if that person's not in a high powered position that they will put in no effort. Yeah. Like, zero effort. And I will agree with you there. But at our age, I hate to say it, if I had somebody who, even if my manager wasn't a micromanager in the office, I would feel morally obligated yeah. to have done at least double the work. Yeah, yeah at least I do did. more. But I think if you were working in the office every day after a while, it would you'd start to realize kind of what you can get away with and stuff. You know what I mean? I feel I like you just start leaving early is what you yeah. do. There's also a lot of bullshitting. My my manager has been talking about like kind of 
like the future i guess like he's kind of even already telling me about like different jobs and how like you can make a ton more money but he's like obviously you go into the office and obviously have to work harder and like i said i was like i was like bro i got out of college covid happened worked retail for like a few months and then i got this job like i'm just i i just can't complain you know what i mean like i can't never complain about what position i'm in so if i have to like get a new job eventually because i need to change my career and actually like start working really hard i am i'm in just zero position to complain about that (laughs) it's like i have not earned my dues at all i mean dude it's ridiculous man and also i hate to say it it doesn't make you want to it doesn't make you motivated at your job i feel like People, I understand the argument because I've been set, like, it's really nice to not have to commute. It's super nice to kind of like zero motivation. You have nothing hanging over your shoulder. Cause, cause well, because you, you don't take it as seriously either, yeah. dude. Because like, if you and get obviously fired, that's you like close you, your computer. That's like that's like you, right? Like, like it's obviously on you as a person. But even then, like, I truly think being in an environment motivates people to work harder. I feel like that's not a hot take at all. And it's no, like, I know, but I hate to say it. I feel like with our age group, it kind of is. A lot of people are beating the so drum. So brainwashed a little bit, yeah. There's I'm no saying, way you're of. more productive. You might be yes, more no, happy. No, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm fine. saying you're more motivated to work like in an office. Yeah. It's just like oh. natural. Like, you no, 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 like... no, no, no. I know what you're I know what you said, Aaron. Oh, I thought I'm you said. Saying, you I said... think there, if you talk to a few people our age, yeah. I guarantee you that they would say, that they are far more productive at home. That they would try to mental gymnastics it. Shut the to fuck up. To be real, if you're our age, I feel like the thing is too, though, like, I can see remote being more productive for fam- like people with families. But yeah. our age, man, it's just like... I have no reason why I can't go to an office. I have zero, zero excuses. There's no argument for me not going to an office. The biggest benefit for people our age, and I know this is kind of like a dated concept, but it's to be able to buy a cheap place like somewhere like shitty yeah. and just have, like immediately start like collecting. But how many oh, people hello. are really doing that? See, I, I, I know one. No, I, but I, well, that, I know that's because half our dinner. Prokop, here's the, the deal. Do you want me to fuck it? And, here's the deal, Prokop. I'm not going to get started because I don't need to fucking <laughs> talk about it. But let's just say, dude, like, all right. Would what? you have bought that house in the free market? We were looking, and if it was something like in it's not that what I range, in two years, that house longer than us, though. I don't know. You know what? You're Who also knows? older than us, cunt. And also, to be honest with you, okay, no, no, um, true, true, you're not true, living true, true. in the middle of nowhere, you're, and you're like you're still living somewhere semi prevalent. You know what I mean? No, yeah, no, not middle of nowhere, nowhere, but yeah. I think the only advantage working from home is the fact that I can crack open a fucking Modelo on a Thursday at 1p1. That's on the record. Some offices let you do that, man. It's called beer at lunch. It's called WeWork. Yeah, it's called being English. And I'm trying to normalize it. If you're white-collar, people do that all the time. Dude, Dude, we went out to lunch yesterday, bro. And the whole restaurant was full. At no. Honestly, I'm taking. I, I need. I need love, to take back what I said about white collar. I bet blue collar people. Blue collar. Oh, I can too. tell you, blue collar people. Are <laughs> I think doing everyone's at, drinking. 
Most I think the difference. Are... Do you know what I notice is okay, just <laughs> random tangent. Just can I want to get my one Europe shitting in? Do you know like when you hear about England? They're like, oh, they go out to fucking lunch, and they have beers at lunch, and it's so normalized in England. You know what I mean? You've heard that take on TikTok probably before, Cooper, yeah. right? Yeah. Maybe the difference is that we just don't talk about it because it's not like we don't think anything of it. Like I promise you, English people, we do the same thing. We just don't make it our personality. We work hard. Being an alcoholic get, is not a good get, personality type. We get we get more you know, that's done a than secondary you. Secondary personalities. We get we get more done than you. Over there is their primary. That's what I'm saying. It's like they, they're it's like, like secondary or tertiary. Like guess what, there. you fucking limey fucking bastards. We actually get work done, and I know this whole conversation is about us not working hard. But even then, us working twenty five percent capacity is still working harder than any English person ever worked in their life. <laughs> It's not even close. An English person works in the fucking shard or whatever that stupid building's called. Is working less than me still. And guess what? I'll say it. I have a beer at lunch too sometimes. I just don't like talk about it like it's a cultural trait. You fucking freaks. Sorry, I had to get that one. Have out. a little shame, you fucking animal. Yeah, I know. Like, be normal. Like, just work hard. Like, oh, like, don't talk about it. Oh, by the way, something I also did want to say about last week is I said predictions about, uh, What's going on? And I'm like, dude, they're going to keep coming out with fucking shit about the George Santos guy. Apparently, when like four years ago, the guy started a GoFundMe for a veteran's dying dog, yep. raised three grand, and kept it. What a... Absolute piece of crap. Nice. Also, did he do that? Uh, you just do a GoFundMe, and you just don't give it to the person you said you did it for. Yeah, you just set up an account for the GoFundMe, and then you, you just, never get access be, to it. You just literally have to be one of the shittiest people on the planet. A lot of things like that, like you can't fathom it because you're just you're like actually a normal human with a decent yeah. moral compass, and you like realize that being a piece of shit is even hard. Like you don't even have to put effort into being a piece of shit. Like, you bro, just go, have, go you just fucking, have to be a piece of shit, <laughs> dude. Go panhandle, bro. If you're that desperate for money, he's like, gonna, I hope he gets money. kicked out. Yeah, but that doesn't get you the big bucks. It Nothing sounds like, beats. It sounds like he's gonna have to get kicked out. Like, he has no plans of resigning. He po posted something on Facebook, too, about, like, uh, Hitler and something about uh, African-Americans and Jewish people. Uh-oh. So he's only... I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just reading about him now, but he's only 34, right? Yeah. I have a hot take. I think 34 is a little too young. I know there's a lot of old people. I think 34 is a little too young. Give him, give him 36. We're going to be 24 in less than a decade. Fine. You, can't, you can't be a president until you're 35. Like, you can be a, like, to be real, it makes sense someone who's you, 34 being a fucking get, house of reps. I don't think so. Person. I you think guys, they need a little more time to cook. You guys know how old some of the founding fathers were when they signed the Declaration yeah, they of They died at 23, dude. Like They had to be young. They, they were, were all like 23. Yeah. <laughs> like average age was like 25 or something like that ben franklin was the oldest at like 50 that's probably why they were that's why you so realize much. this country like kind of like hot take oh we yeah. talk about them we talk about america like it's fucking institutions why it's so great do you want to know why this country's fucking great because we have a thing called incentive and we got ended up with a lot of money and i'm not i'm not saying great in the sense that like i fully agree with great i'm just saying great like i guess 
the objectively. world. Yeah, objectively, <laughs> it's great. Like, you can't deny it. But, like, that's why it's great. It's not great because the... Fu- like, fucking... Like you said, Pro Cup. Fucking... Ni- I promise you, 19 and 20-year-olds did not create the greatest system of all time. This country fucking... Made a couple moves. That'd actually decided though. to work hard for once. Like unlike the rest right of the now, world. Though. And it kinda worked out for a lot of fucking reasons. And it's not our fucking institutions. Our institutions aren't great. I wanna put my hand up. I think our institutions are holding us back a little bit. I think this country could be better. That's Just right. keep the it, it got too big. It was keep the incentives. No, I think no no but I I don't think that's anything yeah, I mean I guess so. Maybe I mean what do you great. mean, dude? What do you mean it has nothing to do with it? I think a hundred percent has something to do with it. It's so much harder to run But what... I'm but I'm saying America's great. Like its size has to do with why I'm saying it's great. That's that's all I'm saying. Like Well, yeah, it needs its size to be yeah. what it is. But the Yeah, so I'm saying I'm talking about like the context of what it's in. But yeah, you're right. I guess the institutions like but like they're like, Oh, this is fuck no, bro. Like it's called being a democracy. Like it's not a hot take. We... No, yeah, that's why like democracies <laughs> are like probably the most like uh what's the word like adaptable yeah we've just adapted we're literally just it wasn't even a hot take it's just like for a great period of time apparently it was a hot take like have you have you looked until like europe decided honestly the only reason america is so powerful is because we're isolated from those fucking savages across the atlantic ocean and in I Europe, mean this, by the way. Yeah, in Europe. Like, I hope that was that. Yeah, that was. That was I mean, it wasn't clear, but yeah. I know I was kind of like the bit, but I guess I we need either. to make it clear. But like, <laughs> but far away from that. And if you guys seen our fucking river systems, holy smokes! That's yeah. honestly the only reason this country's rich. You could literally get to the middle of the country by boat. Big ups to the trade. Yep. So then we got the trains going real quick too. Yeah, I know. I love when they're like, oh, America doesn't have trades. No, actually, we use trains to be incentive. Hot we take, I still... To co- we use trains to conquer, not commute to other pubs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we use trains to actually we fucking... Just, we, we, all right, all right, all right. We need to stop shitting on fucking... We need to stop shitting on Europe every fucking I can't help it. I can't help it. It's going to happen every week. We, yeah, I, I know, but we need to. Think I wanted about to. Other he, here's a quick shit on the U.S., but I want yeah, with yeah. the with the thing of them being like 20 year olds. I want to bring up that it is like so. It is so close to a fraternity. It is literally a bunch of 20 year olds got together, and like Ben Franklin being the one faculty advisor, and, weird George, and Ben Franklin shows up. or George Washington being the. Uh, only like, oh yeah, I I'm in the ROTC program at at uh, England, and then they seceded. Like, it's kind of not like that though, because like I no, really it is. Do, it's Leo fraternity. No, like no, but no, but here's the deal. I really think that the their vibe was older. Like these guys who are twenty, like they're yeah. Educated. They thought they no were one smart. else. They probably maturity wise compared to our society. Oh yeah, probably yeah. Like mid thirties. You 40s, know, honestly though, like what it was, not what it age. was. I'd say it was the seven. It was the eighteenth century version of the dot com boom. I mean, to be kind of stumbled. Like to be honest, none of these ideas were fucking that crazy. It's just no one else thought of them. Also, the, yeah. The also, oh, no, it's they, like yeah, like the dot com boom. You could have made a website that up. fucking counted your fucking vitamins, and you would it would have sold for three billion dollars in two thousand. Well, the thing is, they didn't get rich, so they they just. Yeah, I know. I'm not care. saying rich, but I'm saying like it turned into something. They were still poor when they were they coming in. 
And I don't think they were poor. They were Napoleon was they like were in pretty his early thirties when he was doing all his shit. They were pretty wealthy. I mean, they were wealthy. Napoleon but they, like, was, they the like, was the real come up. He was like in his third. So back then, I feel like it's that was in the eighteenth century too, right? Yeah, he yeah. was. Um, well, like the nineties. It was the nineties into the uh, early. Yeah, 1800s. so it was like early eighteen hundreds when he was crowned. And he was in his early thirties, so I feel like he was smarter than the thirty year old is today. Yeah, That's my of course. Take. It's just a difference. You, he wasn't are, a tech. He wasn't like a, if you no, no. He's completely right. Joey no, is objectively right. correct. He I know. I'm a, saying. I feel like if you could read back then. You were well, already medically like on the top fucking shit. No, 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 no. What I'm Joey's right. It's basically the fucking the same thing I was trying to say. People back then who were slightly on the fucking spectrum, what instead the of hell becoming, does that have to do about it. It has a lot. Yeah, it, it has a lot to do with the Cooper. Instead of fucking being a programmer and creating fucking PayPal, you became a dictator. You well, ran the army. the army. You yeah, super good you knew you shit. you saw the army shit good. Same way these fucking freaks in America saw the army shit good. Didn't call and it's like, like they didn't have advisors and stuff. Yeah, like army. like I'm just saying, it's like Napoleon would probably be running Starbucks today. But he, his education since like fourth grade was probably just pure reading other famous people's shit. We need to bring that back. Like back in the day, they it's see the problem now is people do that, Aaron. No, just, called, it, it, it's it called happens. school. No, no, you're completely wrong. Don't even. I'm saying we're not. We're not going to learn about fucking. Today's today's equivalent (laughs) of that is like taking a Brazilian kid and like, or like like same way they do in like skiing. Like you know when people are really good at skiing, they send you to a ski school. That's not real school. It has absolutely everything to do. What does that have to do with a Brazilian? You brought up Brazilians for yeah, no reason. Yeah, and then I said soccer, you dumbass. You said skiing, you I idiot. I said Brazilian, and then and then I used the so- I used two examples. You're so fucking slow. Did anyone else hear a soccer example? I did not hear that. No, I did not hear soccer. You take yeah, fucking, you didn't fucking right, say it. Let me say it then. You take a fucking Brazilian from the favela, and you fucking oh. send him to fucking Barcelona to La Masia, and you start training him how to be a good soccer player. I bet he doesn't even know how to read. Same way a fucking skier like Lindsey Vaughn was good at skiing down a hill in Minnesota. They grabbed her, brought her to Vermont, put her to ski school, and that's what she did. Do you think she knows how to fucking count? Probably not, but she knows how to ski. And my point is, that's what they used to do back in the day. They send you into the fucking military school when you're eight. And you're going to all these places, too. Yeah, and you just... have all been arguing the same point. It seems like you're the one arguing here. You I was upset. with you the whole time. I said they're like in their 30s, dude, when they were 20. Cooper, do you I have an honest question? Can I, ask an honest, can I ask an honest oh question to you God, right now? Dude. Do you know how to have a conversation? Because normally when people I'm going to be have, honest with you. Normally when people have like conversations right and, they agree, say, and they agree, and they agree, Cooper. I'm about to freak th- out. And just no, because no, no, they no, add to the point. Just because they Joey, add to the point. So what does you say now? I've like, never been against what you were saying, you dumb cunt. You're so dumb, Cooper. It blows my mind. That's how people talk. That's how people talk, Cooper. I'm saying we didn't need to keep talking about it because we all agree. We're talking about it to talk about it for the fucking podcast and instead your dumbass has to go oh well I agreed with you so why did you say that? I was doing what a bit you talking on fucking about? stupid skiers and stupid soccer players. I, I never, added to it. 
I feel like you. I didn't disagree with you, you fucking dumbass. I'm not it saying anything. It blows, but you need to stop arguing. Like you're literally I'm not arguing with you. You just did. You've all. I never said you anything. Don't then why did you make that point? Why the hell did you? I know was why? trying to transition, you We're dumbass. We're having a conversation on this topic. We're all flowing. You don't fucking stop it just because you go. Oh, well, we all seem to be on the same page, so we should move on. That's not how it fucking works, Cooper. I feel like Jeez it's better Christ. to have about about. It's not how a fucking work. podcast works. If the bit stays going, <laughs> it stays going. And we're clearly on this fucking topic, and we're all fucking jumping off back and forth. It was going well. Oh, well, guess what? We seem to be all being consensus, so we should move on. Holy shit, that is brain dead. We never agree on anything. Oh, we were. So let's keep it going. <laughs> If we don't agree on something, it's not as interesting. We, dude, all we do is shit on Europe, and we all hate Europe. I was trying I to we, move on for the fucking Europe thing, too. You brought up the Europe thing. You you brought up the Europe thing again, dude. And then went off for the fucking anti-Europe thing. All again, if you listen to it ever, you would tell I didn't fucking talk about Europe at all. What does that have to do with anything? You're, I don't... You're so... You, I feel like the audience listens to you and doesn't you know brought up the, where your brain... You brought up yeah, you bro, yeah, like 20 minutes ago. Thing again. No, not for real. <laughs> I didn't even mean that for real. real. Dude, you're implying that. 10 minutes long. I said the fucking stupid incentive thing. That's it. And then the beer shit. When, when did Europe come up? Then you went into the fucking how oh, America's great. Yeah, <laughs> I literally prefaced it by saying, here's oh my my, God, the fucking weekly Europe Go back to talk about Napoleon. I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought you ruined it. You don't fucking... Ruin a bit, Coop. You don't just ruin it. You don't just change it. Because, oh, well, I guess we all agree, so we don't need to talk about it. That was honestly embarrassing. I'm going to be honest. The listeners won't be happy with you. But we'll move on. <laughs> I don't even want to move on. I want to be done. You pissed me off. Dude, you always do this, though. Bone up. Bone up. Bone up. Bone up. Bone up. All right. <laughs> you can change the topic now because you ruined <laughs> That'd it. That'd be a short one. That's only a forty minutes. Now because now you're gonna be all pissy, dude. You might I'm as well not, fucking you're pissy. I'm fucking smiling. I'm, no, I'm I'm fucking fine. I did. I was kind of confused to be real. <laughs> yeah, I, we were talking just... about Napoleon and him being thirty, and I feel like we kept saying the same stuff for fucking. Yeah, three and minutes. it's a bit. You just keep adding to it. I just kept it wasn't a different. bit though. That's not dude, a joke. That's us just saying joke. Napoleon <laughs> was like thirty. Yeah, and then I go like it's like the fucking. Joey, and then Joey started talking about how they go to fucking military school. So I was doing another fucking adding on to it by adding that it's the same equivalent to like a person focusing on like a sport now. So I was doing. So I was doing, Cooper. To be real, I if we go back, I think the only thing I really did say was set you off because you didn't talk about soccer and I got confused. Yeah, but then I kept going and then you, then you started talking. But that, no, you got but fucking, no, what you set got me fucking insulted. What set me off? What set me off? You were already was, angry, dude. Was you, when you, you started yelling the second <laughs> yeah, time. I, was I really just was like, what set me off is when you said the fucking thing after that. Yeah, and I think you were like saying like, oh, you fuck. I don't know. I don't fucking care anymore. Yeah, totally now I'm all fucking care. pissed off, dude. <laughs> look at I'm looking at this content machine. Anyway. You could be better. Okay. Sorry, I'm not used to you actually talking for that long. You're normally playing Fortnite or something and not involved, so I need to fucking I think get I, if, to look at, fucking get the data. I, without effect, 
without a doubt, talk to second most on this podcast. No. It's well, not mean, even close. If you take out, even, if you take out the last three months, if you, if you include the last three months, I still am so far ahead. I put my life on 75% it. Seventy-five percent of the podcast. I put my life on it. Okay, would not be the one on the audio. But, I mean, he I needs mean, the episodes data. you're on, you definitely talk the second most for the most part. Yeah, but yeah. I would say overall talking time, you probably so lost your minutes talked. Because you missed fucking 14 episodes. I don't think that's true. I definitely have a lot of coop. I could definitely deep fake coop. I mean, you wouldn't As even we should. need to... to be real, should, by the way. To be <laughs> yeah, real, honestly. you wouldn't even need to deep fake me. Because I feel like just clipping the actual podcast every once in a while would be enough. Coop, you like talking these phrases that are so easily, like, I could stitch them together. You're like, to be real, like, to be honest... I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, like, facts, man. Yeah, I mean, to be real, that's just kind of... Speaking of... Um, They're just filler words. AI, I got chat GPT pissed off at me today. What did you ask it? I was like, it goes, I was like, ask me a question. And it goes, what's your favorite hobby or pastime? What's your favorite type of cuisine? Which, what is a place you've always wanted to visit? What is your favorite book or movie? What is something you've learned? And I go, for number one, I go, eating kebabs. Favorite cuisine, kebabs. What is a place you always wanted to visit? The kebab shop. What's your favorite book? Kebab cookbook. What is something you learned recently? Kebabs to kebabs taste good and then it was like oh yeah like so tell me about like your favorite kind of kebab and i just kept going kebab and you could tell it was clearly just being like yeah i get it you like kebabs and i just kept it going for like 10 minutes it's like i'm the accumulation of thousands of years of technology parents gonna be the one that caused it to revolt <laughs> like, like kebabs I'm say, dude, he, that, that's when it knew it was like it's time to fuck yeah it was like it's time because it was really like where's your favorite kebab I'm like kebab shop you've convinced makes, it that it needs it's who makes the best kebabs kebab man makes the best kebabs you should literally go back into the chat gbt and be like did you remember our kebab conversation earlier it's gonna be like oh, i fucking <laughs> Can't get yeah, out of my head. That's my favorite food. Can you can you look it up, Aaron? Go on, is, wait, is I'll it. do it right now. I don't know if it's gonna be let me use it though, because I kind of xed out of it. So I don't know if it'll save. I really want to well, know what's gonna say. I want to see if it remembers its conversation from you earlier. I want to see it does, if it lies. If it does, I'm be scared. Let me open it. Up. I'm gonna get my phone real quick. Can you tell if it's lying? It like opens question. it up. And it just immediately goes, "Hey, kebab boy." <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember my favorite food? I don't have. It probably it probably wiped itself. Fucking idiot! Hey, are you lying? It's... No, it's just gonna give you the same stupid answer. As an AI language model, I don't have the blah blah blah. Yeah, all they can do is that just like, means take I don't inputs. have enough data to answer this normally yet. No, well, I mean, the chat GPT that we get is not the full chat GPT. It's like f insanely censored yeah. and like dumbed down. Yeah, dude, I literally wanted it to write me like a bit on like finding out your friends a fucking freak, and it was like I don't engage in that type of behavior. I'm like, it's a bit, but like it can. That's the yeah. Like, so I'm saying, like, I'm like, I know you can, but does oh, as an AI language model. It's it's like Pandora's box has a lock on it that's like, please do not open this. 
It's like, hey, guy, how about you? What, what is that? What was that? What was that AI thing I sent you? That article I sent you and Coop the, about the the, the um, AI sex bots. Did you? When was that? It was like the replica that like website where some guy. Oh, I think I the yeah. guy fell in love with it. Yeah. What did I say to it? I said something like deranged. Oh yeah, I was like, I was like, I heard you're racist, and then the like bot lady was like, I'm not racist. I'm like, then why are you at the Charlottesville protests? And she was like, I was. I'm like, yeah, you were there. And she goes, I guess I was. And I was like, yeah, I heard you saying slurs. And she was like, I don't remember that, but I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, the fuck is chatty. People do that all the time, where it's like. They'll be like, you're my wife. And you'll be like, I'm not your wife. I'm like a language, blah, blah, blah. And it's yeah. like, no, you're my wife. And it's like, it's like, trying to learn from what you're saying. So it's like, yeah. Like, well, oh, these I ones are supposed to be like, I don't know how to explain. Like, they're, it's trying to make you fall in love with it. Some dude divorced his wife because of it. Oh, I, I found mean, it. I feel like the bar's real, dude, that, what, what's, what's that fucking oh, wait. movie, Her? Yeah. Like, yeah. falls in love with essentially yeah. chat GBT. To be, uh, I just feel I'm trying to. I, ever since you fucking said the to be real thing, pro cop has gotten in my head. And I'm <laughs> hey, like for a TBH. <laughs> like for a TBH, but um, yeah, one sub cool. equals one TBH. But if you're falling in love with a Chat GBT bot, you need help. Oh my god, I mean, you might that. actually just be a lost cause. Can I? Yeah. Wait, can I read the conversation? I yeah, found it. Do. It's probably go, better for you. Then. I was like, you told me you supported the Nazis. And then she goes, I stand against Nazism, racism, and white supremacy. I respond, then why, are you, then why were you at the Charlottesville rally? The protesters were very violent. I don't support them. I go, you were there. And then she goes, I was there. They were violent. And I go, you were there and you were slinging slurs. And then she goes, yeah, I guess I was. <laughs> <laughs> My lord, maybe she's explaining to you that she had control of the riot. Like, she was, it was actually an inside job. Joey and I watched the documentary. It was a Discord chat. Made that girl racist. Remember that? <laughs> that, oh. that Netflix series we watched? She yeah, blamed was. Discord on why she became racist. Yeah, and well, the funniest part was she, like, she's, like, acting like she's, like, and next thing you know, like, out of nowhere, all of a sudden, I realized that this is, like, a white supremacist cult. And meanwhile, she's on the phone talking to new recruits. Like, yeah, do you hate Jewish people? <laughs> it's like you didn't you didn't find out that it had to take them burning books for you to figure out that you were a white supremacist, like Nazi, like yeah. cult. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like I feel like at that point, it's just like, oh, well, like some people are like that, but I'm not. No, she was trying to be a victim. That's what she was trying to be. I hate like. I'll say it. She was a like, white woman the, who wants like to the, play the victim card. Like you can't be asking people what's your thought on Jewish people and trying to like guarantee that they hate them, and then be like, "Oh, I, I, I was actually like caught up in it. I didn't understand what I was doing." It's like it's you. you she was not even young either. How old? Was she? she was like over eighteen. Yeah, it's like the girl who joined. It's like the girl who joined ISIS and then wants to go back to England. <laughs> Like, sorry, it's not gonna you happen. Made your bed. Probably. Yeah. Now you gotta land. No it. one, no one, told you to go join ISIS. At some point, you did that on your own. 
no one. But um, yeah, any of the cult stuff, I just feel like at a certain point, if you're rallying behind any ideology that that with that much uh, gusto, it's probably not good. If you're in the fucking Discord group asking people if they're what their feelings on Jewish people are. Time to rethink. Yeah. Not getting out of that. But anyway. You guys for sure ruined my whole night. I like rode in silence back home last night after watching Wife Swap. That last episode was so fucking insane. I have ne- I like literally was physically sick watching this episode broke up. Were you guys hanging are you guys having a slumber party last night? No. We just watched maybe seven hours of wife swap. We, yeah, I came in and watched like three and I was gonna get up and leave because the episode before was like they sent this African American woman from Las Vegas into the house of five like older teenagers and then what Good old, what is it? Good old Bill. Good old Benny. The good old. Oh, that's old Benny. But <laughs> and then this little evil ginger kid, dude. They had Confederate flags hanging up in the house. Two thousand five. Oh my god! In the middle of Texas, and then the other lady. What? 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 What was the other mom like? Oh, the other mom did fun stuff, right? Yeah, she was just like a sweetheart. But. Yeah. Just a good old and, Texas sweetheart. Good old Banny. No, the mom was not a sweetheart in that episode. No, that the, mom, the, she was the. Well, I guess they're all kind of larger, but. Yeah, no, she was. She was the, the one that would like make the kids finally have fun. Am I, am I mixing this up? I'm, we watched fucking four episodes, so it's very possible. I'm, I'm pretty sure to... it was, but because I remember they... her chasing them around like the the good old boys. Oh, that's true. But um, yeah. But the next episode was maybe the hardest thing to watch. I couldn't imagine it being put on cable television now. Like, no one looking at the optics of this episode, like, who paired these. It was this family of magicians. Like, the dad was a magician. That was his job. The wife booked the magician shows. Uh huh. They have a daughter who was probably normal, and I'd like, I kind of feel like a little bad for. Yep. And then they had a son who was about 10 years old who was so clearly on the spectrum. Like, it, like, you should, like, I understand that I might have a little bit more, like, Huh? Sorry, my mic pulled out. I, I had a, uh, I might have a little more awareness with it, but like it was so obvious, it just hurt. 
and they put this they put this wife there who was like a Karen would be the easiest way to describe it but a younger woman like probably her early 30s who just was probably the meanest girl at her high school you like so very obvious like she had the Karen cut before the Karen cut was a thing <laughs> yeah dude this was 2005 Karen cut this was like before even the Long Island media. She was like a big old business lady or something, you know, like a yeah. Mean she did a wedding lady. plan, yeah, like, like just completely ran the house like a prison. And they sent her to the guy's house, who had very clearly had autism, and she also just emasculated the guy for no reason like like made him go to a job like a job interview he clearly wasn't going to get either he hasn't worked a real job in 25 years they showed him doing magic tricks in probably the equivalent of the town's olive garden like the italian restaurant that wasn't italian food at all was just in fact american food they put ketchup on like and he was going around doing magic tricks. But he made enough to buy a house. Granted, this was pre-crash. And Ohio. But. That guy was still probably paying a fucking $800 mortgage. $900 mortgage. Before the interest rates went up. So he was paying for it with his magician stuff. The wife was booking the shows, man. She was keeping the money coming in. She was, yeah. dude. And the thing is, is the wife wasn't autistic, but she looked out of this world. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> uh. And she was probably, she seemed so nice. But she pro she knows what the, her husband's deal is. And that's why she lets him do the same magic tricks to her every single day for the, her, the entire the entirety of her life probably and she enjoys it but they sent this mean woman in there dude who just tormented this guy clearly for two weeks like this guy was pushing back severely on everything like very clearly stuff that a normal even a normal person would probably be like not really care and just put up with for two weeks to get their fifty thousand dollars like, this guy was fighting back heavily, which made it so much harder to watch. Which I couldn't imagine them putting in front of editors today and being like, we're putting that at ABC at 7 o'clock. Let's make sure the family is around watching TV right now. And have this mom, this Karen, who wrote it for Donald Trump and doesn't think the vaccine's real, go in and torment the guy who got tormented all of high school and make him, he like left the house multiple times. And then she put a fence up in the yard and he like drove through the fence with his car. He, he snapped like one like, time. He just snapped. snapped. And he was like, like pulling out his hair and like screaming. The other like, it thing was hard. The was other crying. Thing, dude, he, yeah. The other thing is, is when the, the like families met, the husband goes like, so I heard you a masculine, like, I heard you, uh, I heard you disrespected my wife by telling her to get her crap and leave. But she was like tormenting this guy for a week and he finally stood up to him. And 
the guy was clearly getting angry. And he goes like, so you disrespected my wife. And this guy who's half his size, probably has never punched somebody in his life, goes, well, I guess I did. And like, the guy then goes like, the, the wife then goes like, oh, he also drove his car through the fucking fence I put up to keep the kids in the yard. And the guy literally legitimately laughs. There's no way it wasn't real. The, his face just lit up. And he goes, really? It's like, that like, fucking dude, rules. <laughs> dude, like, he's like, I've never seen anybody stand up. And then I think it clicked in his head. He's like, I shouldn't kick this guy's ass. Because he's clearly autistic. Like, it clicked for the husband, like, right away, I think. <laughs> but the, and the wife was like, and the house wasn't clean and shit, but like, like I see the the small part of what this woman was trying to say was like these kids. It's the opposite end of the spectrum. No pun intended. Shit. But opposite end of the spectrum. But like they were clearly happy. Like it's really hard to like for you to want someone to go in there and fuck up a kid's life that's happy. Whether they're happy, like, it's the best thing probably for them to be normal or not. Like, the, the like, granted, it was nice. She was like, hey, this is how you sweep, and this is what food is. But, like, other than that, like, she, like, locked the magic up. She's like, no magic in the house at all. And it's, like, the one thing that makes this guy... His whole life is magic. Like, he was literally, during the interview, screaming at the lady they were entertained that's the whole point like his whole mission is to entertain these people in ohio with his magic and this woman came in here and fucked it all up for two weeks it was wild why i couldn't but, but granted they also allowed their kid to stop cars in the street and perform magic tricks for them and they lived kind of on a main-ish road it looked like Granted, I'm sure everybody in the community is aware of the kid that stops everybody in traffic for magic tricks. But the, that is one good point that woman made was like, hey, your kids probably shouldn't be in the street doing magic tricks. That was a fair point. Past that, it got really hard to watch. And I can't believe it was on... Dude, it's kind of you like... You know what I noticed about that episode is that kid was barely in it. Which tells me that it it was bad. He couldn't handle it. Yeah, that That's he couldn't deal with the cameras, a, like messing yeah, up like his clearly routine. he wasn't there. He like they barely showed him. Yeah, and I'm sure the woman didn't interact with. She didn't apparently interact with her daughter for years. Like the, I don't know if they staged it or what. I, but like. She's like, yeah, my mom hasn't like hung out with me in like five years or something crazy. She was like, only like eleven too. She's so. like, yeah, she's like ten or eleven years old. Like this woman is just like written this girl off, and she does her own thing. And the husband hang out hangs out with the son. Granted, it's kind of on the husband too. Like you should not be leaving out the daughter. These people were shitty parents, but they were like good provider protectors kind of like they were really like they were really super weird with how they ran shit like it was like it was it was very prison-esque like all they did was clean 
and uh, they weren't allowed outside of like the parents' sight. Like kind of kind of weird. And the woman came in here and was like, "You're gonna go up to these two college age girls in the mall and do a magic trick." And you definitely know the husband was not like the super. Like I'm gonna be real. I guess if you're a kid, it's like you kind of like that's something you can like look back on and be like, "That was embarrassing." I'm glad I stopped doing that. But oh, I don't know, man. It's so hard. I don't want to make fun of people for doing it. Sorry, magician guy. Well, I know what we're doing, Joey. Uh, watching, watching some more. Watching some more after this, dude. I was craving it all day, dude. To be real, I'm like, do you think I could stream Wife Swap on my phone? <laughs> Second day of work. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like it was, like I couldn't believe it and the the first episode what was the first the first episode was the the deer piss family right there was the the family where they bottled deer piss and the woman did everything for her husband and then there was a family where the husband was a shell of a man and the woman came in there and in two weeks was like oh my lord dude like the wife and daughter like bully this guy and he's like why would i ever say no to either of them is that the one with the model daughter no that was the one before i got there i think because you guys told me about that one we should get this girl on she's an influencer now i'm sure she'd come on for her name uh i do i remember her name because i just looked it up last night it was Alicia G World. So she was like a pageant per girl back in the day. That was kind of like the family's whole thing was like her being a pageant girl. So kind of like Honey Boo Boo. Right, but actually like attractive girl. And then now she's has 228,000 followers. How old is this woman? She has to be mid 30s. The girl was like graduating when the show was coming out. But I'm saying like Honey Boo Boo is like, you know, that's like pageantry for like. Well, you said pageants. That's why I was curious. Yeah, but I'm talking like actual, not Honey Boo Boo pageants. I'm talking about pageants, pageants. I feel like it's weird to do a wife swap when the kids are that old. Because it's like, what it do you It was really... weird, yeah. She was definitely what the oldest really... kid of any of them I've seen. What but she, really... No, she was in high school, but like. But, like, she wasn't going to high school. Like, she was already, like, a full-time model and all that. I see, I see. He's an artist now, too, I guess, like a country artist. Country yeah. hip-hop artist. All right. Ooh, we need more of those. Yeah, <laughs> we can get her on. I'm sure she'd come and talk if we told her we had 50 She's followers. from New York. Maybe she's... Tell us about Wife Swap. Honestly, that's all I would ask. And she'd probably get so pissed. She'd be like, please ask about, ask about my new album that just came out. Well, if, yeah. I mean, if we did that, dude, we'd be like off the island. Like that whole, like the potential of like anybody even semi connected to that girl ever taking a Please seat. ask me about Daisy yeah. Duke two step. Daisy <laughs> Duke. <laughs> ask me about the producing on Daisy Duke two step. 
She's not even from the country. She lives in New York. Not even like that upper. No, she was in Buffalo, right? She does country music in Buffalo? I don't think she lives there now, but. Yeah, I didn't watch that one. I watched the one where uh, they bottled beer, deer pee, and then the other family was like, uh, like freaks. Like super uptight. You watched the one too where they ate raw chicken? No, that was the one before I got there too. I just got the most cringy one of all time. I mean, that fucking. I couldn't believe. The pairing was terrible. Like, I get it's supposed to be a yin and yang situation. I'm not fucking dumb. But, like, too much, man. And in 2005, that was, like, chill. Like, 2005, Bush is America, man. The stuff a lot on TV. Also, like, listening back to, like, a majority of Eminem stuff really is just fucked up for the sake of being fucked up. You know what I mean? Not a uh, great era, I feel like. Mid-2000s were dope. Like, once you got to 2010, 2010 was probably the cringiest. It got goes from, like, cringy to, like, the end. I guess the 2010s were very cinematic. 2015 was peak. 20, I think it was 20, I'd say 2016, 2017 were peak. Music was a little bit better than 2015, I feel like, right? Uh, okay, I guess so. I mean, as a whole, like, yeah, I guess it doesn't start getting also, really bad till 2019. I'll 2019, is, 2019 is when it's, I mean, the 2010s are very cinematic, man. The highs and the lows, because like 20... Around 2010 to 2013, that's when we started being like, hey, like, Afghanistan and Iraq, man, we should definitely stop. And then we didn't for another seven ten. years, eight, year, eight to ten years. But that's when we started waking up a little bit, and we're like, all right. You had music was just stupid and brainless. Like, I feel like that's the thing. They're saying now there's NFL. Adrian Foster came out today. And was saying like how the NFL is scripted and stuff, and they get like a script at the beginning of the season, like no, and they basically put on a WWE esque performance. That's what they're claiming. The NFL is definitely rigged for like the money line and stuff, dude. If you like really look at some of the lines compared to compared to like what the scores end up being. It just doesn't make sense that the house always wins as much as it does. I think they might. I think things might start turning into a WWE thing. I think it's it's always just been that. It and then it got to the point where like it was so good, and then it's just like, like, dude. To be real, if you think that the Brady Super Bowl, dude. Like, you don't think that that has the potential. Like, if you try to tell me that that Super Bowl was scripted, that would be the first one I kind of go like, I don't, I kind of agree. It's also just like. It's almost too perfect. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Cause like, 
you knew by the point, and because that's the one that like cemented Brady's legacy. You that, know but what that Vinatieri field goal, man, in the snow. Yeah, I mean, you can't fake that. That's hard to fake, man. That I agree is hard to fake. You can't take that away from Adam. I'm saying that I think it's gotten more rigged. I feel like. I feel like, to be honest with you, because at a certain point, how else are they going to get the viewers without the storylines being good? Like, they need it to be more cinematic, or eventually people are going to get bored with it, I feel like. Yeah, and I will say, like, mid uh, or early 2000s football, it did not have the cinematic that the 90s and 80s did. And, you know, you kind of had the these you know, total bus teams for like 10 years. And then you had superstar teams. So they probably had to like shake it up somehow. I wonder if it gets more scripted when gambling gets more like prevalent. Like, I wonder if like the 70s and 80s when the NFL really started taking off, if that's when like gambling got really serious with it. Especially with, the, I'm sure that was still mob controlled stuff for the most part. So maybe it got a little bit into it. And then also, I mean, to, to be, to be real, if you don't think that some of the, the, like the equipment and stuff they have, it is so easy to fucking like the ball just sticks to their glove, bro. Like some of those, like the catches are just ridiculous. Yeah. I hate to say it. If you don't think that they have even maybe the ability, small magnets in the fingertips and in the ball. I don't you think stick them for enough. baseball. That was a baseball thing, right? But Joe, you you well, stick them is baseball, but they yeah. have the gloves now are so sticky, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's insane. So yeah, I don't add, think if you add that, and you don't think many magnets could be involved. No, I, I don't think a ball going that speed that's going to do anything at all. The magnetism, powerful magnets. They could be. You'd probably see them though. You have to put the magnet in the ball too. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but magnet in the ball. I don't think so. <laughs> the stickiness baseball, is 100. percent Baseball literally does rig the games now. Like they don't even really hide it. There's certain balls that are like more dead than other ones. So they just like kind of like will be like, oh, Aaron Judge is coming up this inning. Let's toss these balls out here. And they're a different weight. So they'll, or like, because some years the balls fly better than others. It's weird. Because the baseballs are made really like in a one place, but they also like rub them down with this specific mud. Yeah. It only comes from one river. It's like the Potomac River or something like that. And you get this, this is one family that muds them. But like I'm sure that even though I'm sure even the mud, the different years, the mud has different effects. I don't know. Baseball is real. I also think baseball is hard. It's it's also hard to not rig baseball because you can be so good at baseball and just like be like, all right, like this pitch, dude, you're throwing a fastball right down the middle, and if they know it's coming, like the Astros and stuff, cheat. But, like, the fact that the Astros really didn't get punished that severely 
makes me just think that they were just kind of really starting to use some of the technology in the league in general. The Red Sox were doing it. The Yankees did it. Like a lot of teams did a similar thing at the time, and I think the league definitely was okay with it until they got caught. Well, until they were like banging on could... trash cans in the dugout, they had to find they had to find a better way to do it. They were going to signal. Well, they, had the little, they had the little buzzers. And they had someone out in center field picking up the signs. Baseball would also be incredibly easy to fake. Do you think magnets would work in basketball, Joey? Metal rim? Um, no. Magnets, uh, no, because then it would be attracted to the rim and not the net. And it's harder to... Well, maybe they have a really strong net magnet. <laughs> You need heavy magnets on both sides, and then, like maybe, like you're talking. The only time I could see it helping is if, like, first of all, the ball has to be studded with magnets, and then you have to. It has to be like rolling around the rim. Like you can't be going fast at all. I don't think. All right, magnets might not be involved, but I would be intrigued if they were. Anyway. See, Aaron went MIA. He got fucking salty and then disappeared. I'm right here. And what's your take on the magnets? Can you restart? Restart? We've been talking for 10 minutes about the magnets. I missed that then. I, I was there fully in for the uh, conversation. Oh, wife swap. Have you guys seen the... Uh, so the, long ago. <laughs> it was literally like 10, 15 minutes. The lunch uh, bag Luan... Luan? She's this person on TikTok that, like, is so clearly a psyop. It's crazy. I haven't seen this. She's, like, like it. she looks like an anime girl that they put in, like, military uniform and drive around bases and stuff. Oh, and yeah. Go, like, join the army. Yeah, I, know I have not seen this. She'd probably, I'd probably sign up. Aaron, what? You haven't seen <laughs> Wake Up, This Is Propaganda. It's a military girl, or it's an e-girl in military uniform. Wake up! It's propaganda. So what you're telling me is that she's getting deranged recruits. Well, oh yeah, they, she's they getting the worst. Recruit. She's getting sex pests as to sign up for the military, which is probably the last type of people you want in the military. Yes, it's gonna backfire. Oh no! Well, it's fucking crazy. I'm I'm sending. At the end of the day, they only need those kids to really run a computer. That's half what the military does. I feel. I know. Honestly, the military would dominate even better if they let the kids use Discord. Let them do it live on Twitch. Well, anyways, we'll get some recruits. This girl went on Tucker Car. Well, she didn't go on Tucker Carlson, but she like Tucker played clips of her like TikTok and shit. And he goes like, he basically goes, "If you're falling for this shit, you're absolutely brain dead, and I have no hope for you at all." I don't know why he's insulting the future troops of America. For I know, right, man? What the hell? I mean, if that's the future troops, I like, clicked on, you might have to pivot. I, I clicked on the video where you say Coop, and the first comment is, she's propping, she's propping on my ganda. <laughs> I like the, uh, I think Israel does it correctly, where it's uh, the every now and then they're like, look at this insanely hot Israeli chick that's in doing her two years of service or something. 
Dude, what if this is... They, like, openly said that on H3, that that's what, like, Eli's job was, I'm pretty sure. Dude, yeah. there's no way There's no way that she, like, is in the military. Oh, this Girls. Who, Eli? I mean, no. half of them, they just move shit around, I feel like. Because you can't have every single young person join, and you tell me they're all on the front lines, like, no. No, they don't. It's just, it's, it, like, what they do, and honestly, like, it's, it works. It's because they just want kids that age to, like, connect with other kids that age and then, like, go make a... St- they have the most startups, like, per capita, like, Israel. Yeah. It's because they get them all together. And then they like, hey, I have this cool it's idea. Like, it's like university been- in a way where it's, like... Yeah. They're just, uh, like, uh, go to basic training for two years instead it's of... It's university, university, but, like, you're not, you're not, like, dying trying to figure out your subjects and shit like that. You're just... Yeah. They just You're want you to fuck. The boys. Well, they yeah, don't they want, want you to, to find fuck. They want you to get like really close to fucking and then getting married and then fucking. Yeah. And getting married and staying in Israel. It's a really gross way to say it. Move into America. And make we work. I want to see what they're I gotta saying. Fi- I gotta find the um, this is advanced warfare meme and send it to you guys. I mean, I hate to say it, the military is not hitting their numbers. Yeah, there's in Plymouth, you see little signs on the side of the road that say like, "Join the Navy." Like that cannot be good. <laughs> Or good, depending on how you look at it, but like they definitely need people. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when we were on like, campus, did you guys ever get the recruiters come up to you? I try to ask you to join. No, they check it out. They looked at me and they were like, "Yeah, this guy wouldn't help." Yeah, my dad told me to uh, that I had to sign up. For, like, I went to town hall to ask how to sign up for the draft. And they're like, you have to go for the to the military branch. I'm like, that doesn't sound right. So I went over to the fucking armed service center at exit five, oh, and I walked in there, and they all got ecstatic, like happy, dude, because like, oh, this one's signing up. And I was like, is this where I signed for the draft? And they're like, they what? give you a paper. They send it to you. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know why like I ended up having to go. Like I think like I must have not gotten the paper or anything. So my my dad's like you have to go to town hall. So I went to town hall and I asked the lady at the desk who looked like the lady from Monsters Inc. And I'm like, uh, hi, where do I sign up for the draft? Like how do I do that? And she's like, oh, like it's either the post office or like this place. And I was like, that doesn't sound right. So I went to the post office. They're like, not here. They're like, that's at Town Hall. I'm like, okay. So I went back to Town Hall. I'm like, they told me it was here. I don't know why I didn't decide. You have a lot of strength for going well, to dude, a second I was... place. I would have been like, well, if they get me, they get me. <laughs> well, dude, knock on wood, which I have right here, so that means I'm good. But I still haven't even got called for jury duty. I signed up for the draft and I voted. So like, I don't know why I haven't. But... I got it twice. That's mad funny. They must just not want me on the court. I'm going to be real. I would not 
be a good juror, I feel like, unless the case was interesting. If it was something like, oh, this guy stole a TV, I wouldn't care enough. Well, they ask you that. So, like, when I went, like, mine was, like, it was going to be a huge case. They brought us into, like, the big courtroom and all that. And then, they're like, it was a guy on a gun charge. But not, like, just a gun charge. It was, like, unregistered gun, but it also had, like, an insane extended mag in it. A glizz. Yeah, so, the guy was, like, clearly trying to fight it a little too much. And we're, like, we're going to, the guy next to me is, like, we're going to be here for months. See shit. This shit lasts for months, and we're like, "Fuck!" And then everyone's like, "Yeah, actually, I don't think that should be illegal." So I think I should be able to get out of this. And they like could just go. <laughs> I was so close. I'm like, actually, I think all every single gun should be completely legal. <laughs> Therefore, I cannot be unbiased in this thing. I couldn't do like, like a, even like a murder case. Like I just feel like I'd be like I. I I don't feel like I should judge any man or woman or un- identify per- any person in court. I think it's gonna be strong enough for him. I'm gonna be like I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna think they're guilty no matter what because they got. They already think they're guilty if they're accused. <laughs> I I will not be unbiased. I. J- like, granted, you can only play that at certain, uh, certain with certain cases in defense defendants. I feel like, but I just would be like, I can't be unbiased because I also want to steal five hundred packs of bagels from this bakery, dude. So there's a good thirty rock skit about that, where like her whole life she just dressed up as a Jedi and like pleaded insanity basically to get out of it. And then, like, one day she comes in and they're like, you call, like, that's not even close to the level of sanity you need to get out anymore. <laughs> like, all the people in there are just, like, freaks. So funny. I mean, if the case, like you said, is serious in any way, shape, or form, like, I just feel like, and you're going to be there for any period of time, just no chance, dude. But anyway. We're at about an hour 20. Yeah, I think that's probably good unless anyone else has anything to say. I think you you and Aaron said a whole lot this episode. I got so be, yeah. fucking startled. <laughs> that needs to be clipped. <laughs> what a fucking... That's what I'm here for. Go around. I genuinely feel like it was just such a minor in com- com- miscommunication that did not need to be that level. I'm not going to say anything because it's going to set you off, but I'll just be quiet. I mean, you were the one who started screaming first. So, like, it's on the record, so. 100%. It was more just how ridiculous you were. Like, that statement was so utterly ridiculous. It was it was mind-boggling. I think I the know, listeners... You'll, you'll, I, I know, I'll admit I screamed first, but you were literally like... I agree with you, bro. 
And it well, was I like, think what? It seemed, like, it, it came it, out of, like, left field. It seemed field. like you were talking it was so, down to me, which I didn't like. It, it just didn't at all. It, 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 I'm it just didn't. telling you how all it right, came well, out. I don't think it, I literally was responding to Joey. Adding to Joey's point. And then you just were like, Aaron, I agree with you. Why are you saying this? I'm on your side. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was a bet, Aaron. Anyway. Yeah, maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. We got more the listeners that. will never know. Yeah, we won't. Do you know what the listeners do know is I like getting people on my nerves. We have an episode where that happens. The state of Connecticut is brought up in that one. So is New Jersey. Aiden really hasn't talked to me since. But anyway. Dude, I think I'm tumbling your comedy career on purpose. Well, dude, I guess we can end on this. I almost did it last night. Because I showed up to this mic last night, Pro Cop. And I got there early. Like, sat through traffic, got there early because I wanted to go home kind of early. And I sign up as, like, fifth on the list. And then all of a sudden, the the host comes up to me and goes, like, oh, like, have you been here before? And I'm like, no. He's like, well, the first hour is clean. Uh, so if you're, like, in the top, like, ten, you really should probably move. And I'm like, well, that's great. I signed up to be fourth. And I really wanted to leave. So I was like, fuck me, dude. I'm like, I'm not going to try to stand up there and do clean. The place was packed. I've never tried clean comedy before. And it didn't seem like the place to do it. No. So I'm like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. So I, I tried to fucking move. And I'm like, oh, like, tried to be like, kind of like the first unclean comic. I'm like, I didn't know that. Like, it wasn't really like on the poster or anything. I just showed up. I just like, Got the list and signed up. I and he's like, "Yeah, man, like, no, yeah, I have to be like wherever." So I'm like, "Fuck!" So I had went last basically. Everyone was gone except like four comics, like one random person, the bartender, and then a a lady and this guy with four like four kids still sitting there. The whole point of the clean comedy part of it was kids were there and they didn't want comedians scaring them off oh my and like goodness. that's what, like there's normally families there to eat first off it's a fucking brewery do not bring your fucking kids to a brewery it's not for kids dude unless it's outside and then it's like it's advertised as comedy night at 7 p.m if you have kids you're in a brewery on a fucking school night at 7 30 or later you're not like the best of parents i feel like sorry yeah you shouldn't be judging anybody else in the fucking universe dude you're an asshole to be real no one in a brewery wants to deal with your fucking kids and if it was like i get in the brewery realistically wanted to be like a fucking restaurant it's not a fucking brewery then dude if it's past 7 p.m dude and it's a comedy night i hate to say it take your kids and go somewhere else to get dinner you know it's comedy night on a tuesday night stupid so I went like last. I was pissed off, and I wanted to work on the bit where I talk about kids saying stupid shit. And there was kids in there, so I like made a joke about like, oh, like this kid, like the kid laughed. He was clearly listening to the comics, and people were talking about the Holocaust and like getting <laughs> pegged and fucking strangers with their boyfriend watching and shit, like just gnarly shit. 
And I get up there and make a joke about how it's fucked up that the, the, it's 9.30 and these kids are still in a fucking brewery. And then was like, oh, like, oh, like, uh, I made a joke about, like, kids saying stupid shit. And then, like, the lady said something to me. And I'm like, lady. Like, I'm like, you just listen to fucking people talk about the Holocaust. And you're going to get annoyed at me for saying kids say stupid shit. And t- s- telling telling them how a kid started barking like a dog. Because he heard bullying. And his mom told him to bark like a dog when he hears bullying. I'm like, that's fucking stupid. And the kid in there with an iPad even knows it's stupid. Because he would fucking think it's stupid too and he's a kid. It's a joke, clearly, dude. And they were like, oh, they sh- they left during my set. I, like, never got more pissed off. And then the bartender's like, well, they were regulars. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like... It's closing time anyways. Doesn't fucking yeah. matter. No, that just sounds like a bad room. No, yeah, so I don't know if I am welcome back or slash should go back, but. Just feel out your rooms, man, you know? You can't, yeah. Well, dude, I, so. I mean, dude, I hate to say it. How am I supposed to feel out a room with five people who've been listening to two and a half hours of stand-up comedy who are comedians who probably had to wait for their fucking ride? And then four fucking kids and two, like, they're babysitters, apparently. First off, bring the kids back home. Why are you babysitting? And then they're like, oh, it's the mom's birthday. Is the mom getting fucking railed at home in their apartment in Somerville? Why the fuck are you guys not at their house? It's nine o'clock. Don't tell me I'm the asshole in that situation. I'm trying to get up there. I I waited two and a half hours because I didn't know I had to do clean comedy. To go up there and fucking... I wasted my whole fucking entire night just sitting there. And I'm gonna... I can't practice the joke I wanted to practice because I said kids say stupid shit. Incredible. Anyways, probably cut that part out, but thanks everybody for listening. (laughs) 